This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game. It's a lifestyle. It's you, the diehard supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who supports them. The companies that make your gear, bags, and beer league sweaters, the hockey moms and hockey dads, and everything else that makes this House of Hockey your home. Come on in. I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And And this this is is our our house. house. Welcome to the House of Hockey podcast. This is episode 37, Gobble Gobble, coming out the week of Thanksgiving. So we're going to do things a little different today. I'm one of your hosts, Ray Ray. And I'm the other host, Breezy. (laughs) Yes. And since it's a holiday week, I'm a little jet lagged. I just got back to LA. um, So I'm a little out of it. But Either way, we're going to answer some of your questions, listeners, our social media friends. We asked you all to ask us anything, and we're going to answer. We picked three questions from all of the questions we got, and we're going to answer those. And then some other just fun sort of behind the scenes kind of questions about the podcast and uh but before we do all that, I feel like, Breezy, you need to inform everybody how many turkeys you're going to be making this Thanksgiving. <laughs> and now I will tell everybody how many I'm going to be making. Breezy's a barbecue kit. I'm making two turkeys this Thanksgiving. I have a kind of a traditional one that's going to be in the oven because I have family members that are kind of weird and they don't like weird stuff. I don't know how bad a turkey i don't know how a turkey could be weird but they don't like weird stuff uh, they're very traditional they want the stuffing they want the gravy whatever whatever uh, whatever that's just what it is uh so i'm doing a traditional one and then i have a smoked turkey that i'm gonna be doing so it's gonna be smoking for gosh i think it's like 16 hours so wow yeah i'm surprised you don't also just throw in a deep fried turkey like you might as well you know, I've always wanted to do that, actually. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad idea. I mean, maybe I should. Yeah. Why not? Oh, yeah. I uh, I will be making zero turkeys because we all know that I'm not the, <laughs> the best cook and I, there's nobody to make a turkey for besides myself. And I'm, I have no interest in tackling that for myself at this point. So I will be buying a roasted chicken. And I will be making some sweet potatoes and probably some Brussels sprouts and calling it a day. So I came home. I feel like I should just give a short update. If you are watching on YouTube, you can see that behind me, I am no longer in Maine. Uh, I have come back to LA. I made a pit stop in um, Florida for work and then flew back. So I came home and I had a bunch of boxes and mail and everything I went through yesterday. And my very good British friends who live in San Francisco, they sent me a little gifty and it's um, a Funko. Uh, no, I did not just swear. It's a Funko. They're these fig- a vinyl figure 
figurine, a figurine, a vinyl figure, and they did a whole series of mascots. And of course, Tommy Hawk for the Chicago Blackhawks, our mascot, uh, was one of them. And they said, we saw this and we just, we just had to get it for you. I, we just knew you would love it. And I do. And so now um, Tommy Hawk is over my shoulder protecting me from the window. That's yes. all I got for you. And I have a, a Jonathan <laughs> Taze one as well that they also got me. So shout out to uh, my friends who know me very well. Like they make these Funkos and, you know, they do Star Wars, I think, and Harry Potter and like Disney and like all these other characters. And clearly the only thing I would want would be anything Blackhawks hockey related. <laughs> so they get me Obviously, the, three, the three things that exist for me. So I adore them. So that's a new little gifty behind me. Love it. Great mm-hmm. yeah. to your collection. Yeah. Like yeah. Breezy's got walls full of autographs. <laughs> Hall of Fame, legendary hockey players. I've got a statue of David because I think it's funny, and I've got a Funko. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just how we are. Oh, 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 something else that was at my house in LA when I came home was my Clark Griswold jersey. Let's go. Mine's downstairs. Oh my God, it's freaking amazing great quality excellent quality and i feel like it's it's like the most complete representation of so many things for me in one hockey jersey that i never thought like i needed or or didn't know i needed like right i love christmas vacation the movie it's absolutely family favorite that movie is set in Chicago. Yeah. Obviously, because Clark Roosevelt is wearing a Blackhawks jersey. Yeah. It's got his name on it with double zeros. Like, I just, I feel like this is the most perfect jersey for me, just like all year round. Like, I should wear it this is. forever. Like, it's a quite <laughs> summarizes my life. <laughs> it's awesome. I'm so excited. Do you, you got yours? Yes, I got mine and I actually ordered mine and it was like really large, like really big. So I, I sent mine back and I got a smaller size. So I'm really excited about it. Um, I am wearing it Thanksgiving. I told my family, you're just going to have to deal with it. I'm wearing this all season long, probably every day, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm excited for it. Oh, yeah. Very excited for it. And it's Shout funny out. because my, yeah, my nephew saw it uh-huh. and he goes, I think I need one too. I call my nephew Sparky after that movie. Oh my God. He has to have one. He has to. So I think I might get him the red one because that's fine. I mean, we could be twins, I guess. Yeah. you. It's got to be the same. It's, it's, the, it's the, the one that he wears in the movie is the white one. That is true. But he does look good in red. I'll get him the freaking white one. That's fine. Come but on. I do call him Sparky because of that movie. So he's so like, good. He's like, I'm Sparky. And I was like, yeah, I know. And he goes, after the freaking movie. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I'm going to get him one. Yeah. Clark. Anyway, I'm super yeah. excited to be where I got a small and it's yeah. big on me, yeah. too. So, uh, but it's really good quality. Shout out to our buddy, Sean. Should we get into some questions? Yeah. Let's answer our 
longtime listener fan questions. All right. You want to, uh, you want to do the honors? You want to start it off? Sure. At CHRS37076 asked us, uh, who comes up with the funny quips? Like, well, captions? As in captions, yes. Mm. Well, it's a combination for for House of Hockey. Yes, combination for House of Hockey. We actually, uh, we work really well together when we come up with our social media calendar. Mm -hmm. We're very prepared. We're very spreadsheet oriented, I'll say that. Um, I think either one of us will kind of start it and then some of us ultimately end up either one of us will finish it or make adjustments or something like that. Uh, as far as the hockey lady goes, uh, that's all your girl over there. Yeah. And, and as far as hockey. hockey goes, uh, I come up with every one of them. I don't know how I, I kind of just look at the photo and I kind of cut like write down just whatever comes to mind or I'll look up like a pickup line that like kind of goes along with the photo. Uh, can't take credit for, for any of those, uh, obviously, uh, well-known pickup lines but sometimes I do come up with some of my own you do yeah. I'm always thoroughly impressed with the pickup lines on hunks of hockey I always give <laughs> giggle I'm like he that was so good <laughs> it's funny because I so would not talk like that in normal like circumstances but like because it like gets a rise out of people sometimes and like I know it's funny like I like making people laugh so mm-hmm. that's that yes there's a question from Cami Joe 94 she asked, and I'm guessing this is mostly for me, but you should chime in as well. Okay. Out of Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze and the Chicago Blackhawks, who gets sent packing first? She doesn't want to see either of them go, but it might happen. Mm-hmm. I think fans would want to see Taze go. They would not want to see Kane go. Um, I think Kane's a, a lifelong Blackhawk. I don't think he'll ever leave <laughs> um, unless, uh, I, I don't know. I don't see him leaving, but I would say Taze would go first. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think Taze, I think he, I think his days are numbered uh, over there. So I'm going to say Kane, I think is going to be a lifelonger. Uh, he'll end up getting the C and mm-hmm. Taze will be uh We'll be going somewhere where he is, where he's needed, where his leadership is needed. And that could be a, uh, I don't know, maybe you'll end up in Ottawa. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. And then you uh, read off the third run from JL, JL Wells. JL Wells 55418 asked our favorite hockey story and why. Um. This is tough. I feel like we've we've had so many great stories, and I know it's a little cliche to say, but I don't know. What's your favorite story? My favorite story? I mean, I think we talked a little bit about this last week on last yeah. week's episode with our favorite stories, but I think from Joe Cangelosi <clears throat> of the FPHL uh, of the Carolina Thunderbirds, he... I think what I loved most about this one story was how he had left the team briefly. They gave away his Jersey number to another player. And he, when he came back to the team, he wanted his number back 
And all he had to do was buy a guy a pair of Lululemon pants, which <laughs> I think just perfectly illustrated the difference between the FPHL and like the NHL, where when a player comes to his team and in the NHL, they want their number back. They have to buy a guy like a Rolex and like some Dom Perignon or like a car <laughs> or some shit. But in the yeah. in the FPHL, all he had to do was buy him a pair of Lululemon pants, which are amazing and yes. are on the higher end of, of pricing. But it was just like such a perfect way for fans to understand like the league in one simple story. That that might be one of my favorites. Yeah, that was a that was a good one. I think um, I think I might have to pick a story just because I lived the story uh, in episode two. Our good friend Tracy, our favorite redheaded guest, mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw that in there. Um, we went to to Nashville together, and we ended up we went to the game, and it was Kings versus Preds. Obviously, my heart was torn a little bit, but I was in Nashville. I was head to toe like hat down to my socks, Preds gear, uh, diehard fan that night. And we ended up leaving the game. The Preds had won. It was like five to nothing or something like that. And it, and so Tracy and, and my friend Amanda were pretty bummed out because the Kings lost. Uh, I was having a great time. Plus I was in my favorite city. We ended up walking across the street. Tracy goes, I think we need to go into this bar. It's called Rippies. It's right on the corner. Um, for anyone who's, who's been to Nashville, Rippies is a good spot to go. Uh, we walk in there and we did know that it was the King's dad's trip and all of the King's dads were in Rippies hanging out, having beers. And we spent the entire night basically just talking hockey with them. Um, it was absolutely incredible. Uh, it was quite odd because I was talking Kings hockey, but I was head to toe Preds. Um, <laughs> I forgot a about bit that awkward. Story. I mean, a I bit awkward. Forget, yeah. but that was a really funny story. From it was funny, from and Tracy. then yeah, it was it was just funny because I think I got a lot of respect from the dads that night, and I, I don't think a lot of people could say that. No, because you could yeah. talk hockey in both teams, and you had to explain yourself. <laughs> yeah the- and they yeah i i had to and and they were just looking at me they're like you're just ridiculous and i was like come on man <laughs> so that's good i think that's probably my favorite story and why so there you go yeah there's um a couple other cool questions we thought we would just dive into and and sh- and let you in on some more insight on you and me and just how we do yeah. the podcast but um, I feel like this one question is sort of combined. Um, what have you learned most from your guests? And then what uh, have our have our guests changed our feelings on teams or players? I feel like that's my answer to that question. Like, what have I learned most from our guests is that I've learned so much more about mm-hmm. the game, which has changed my feelings on some of the aspects of the the teams and the players and, and the things that they go through from a mental perspective, from being traded, from uh, playing their heart out and just loving the game, but having fun and telling jokes and playing 
pranks, which I I just love so much about that sort of humbleness in the community. And I think it's just opened my eyes to so much more perspective. I have to agree with you. I think each guest has broadened uh, both our our vision of, of the sport and what's going on. And <laughs> um, I think, sorry, Ray was just making some funny faces over there for those who are not watching on, uh, on YouTube right now, but uh, they just kind of brought in my, my and, and, and Ray's vision of the sport. And you learn so much from every aspect and from the player to a fan, to a wife or a broadcaster and just kind of seeing, you know, the, the day in the life of what goes on from all different levels and how different they are, but at the same time, how similar they are and, and how much every little piece of the puzzle means uh, to, to one another. And a fan means just as much to a player as the player means to the, to the fan and to the, to the broadcaster or, mm-hmm. I mean, for whatever level of play it is. So um, I think it's just really cool and, and interesting to, I think that's why we do it. We just want to hear, the different stories and explore uh, every option of the sport, I guess. Yeah. We're students, students of the game and the community. We just want to soak in as much as possible and hear from as many different people who are involved in this community and, and hear what they have to say and continue to learn about something that you and I both love and already have a very strong baseline knowledge about and mm-hmm. uh, just broaden that and bring all that to the fans who love the game as well. What influences you to bring on the guests we've brought on and um, how can you become a guest? <laughs> well, I think what influences us is people with an interesting story. Obviously they have to be involved in hockey in some way. And I think we like to keep a wide variety and we try really hard to not stick to just people in the in the hockey world that are amongst our favorite individual (laughs) teams and we're really trying to make an effort to bring on somebody whatever that connection is to all 31 teams and hopefully Mm -hmm. you know 32 when that happens next year but just to make sure we're talking to all of the individual fan bases and learn more about them just people who have a unique aspect to the game and that's kind of how we decide right yeah and i don't think either i mean we obviously have have made it clear we don't just stick to the nhl we Mm -hmm. we do all different types of leagues and whatnot but i think as long as i mean you could be a, a a fan that's a photographer that takes cool shots, but has really cool stories of interacting with, with the players, or maybe you travel with the travel to go see, you know, different arenas. Those are the kinds of, of things we like to hear. So like, if you're, I mean, anyone can come on the podcast really, as long as you have cool stories and are willing to, to share and um, just put the sport uh, first and, and mm-hmm. in good light. So um, I think as far as picking people, again, we're not picky but we are in constant communication with each other. Like we give updates to each other. Like I feel like two to three times a day sometimes. Yeah. Um, and we're just saying, you know, I'll find someone and I'll shoot it, shoot it over. And we're like, yeah, let's, let's figure it out. See if there's a day available. And usually it works out. And that's just kind of how the, 
it's kind of how the cookie crumbles. Yeah. Just go with the flow. You know, yeah. we, we've got a, like a, you know, a list of dream guests, which include mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus, Justin Bieber, <laughs> Carrie Underwood, Mike Fisher, but, um, <laughs> you know, we, we've got our big dream goals and then our, you know, moderate goals. And we're always, we're always open to bring it on people who we know will, will entertain you. Cause really it's, right. I mean, yeah, it's about Breezy and I being interested as well, but if we're interested, that means that you all listening are probably going to be pretty interested because we're fans and you're fans and mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of it. So, and we just want to do, you know, give you the fans perspective. And if you want to come on, shoot us a dm let's talk how about that speaking of guests do we ever get nervous recording episodes i feel like a couple in the beginning i would get a little nervous like talking to certain former players or people that maybe you know, it was like really exciting. It's more of like excited, mm-hmm. nervous, not the, uh, not the like stuttering kind of nervous where I just like start sweating profusely and yeah, <laughs> that kind of thing. But overall, I think I, I've got, I, I feel a lot more comfortable now that we've talked mm-hmm. to so many people and we've learned so much more that I feel much more relaxed. What about you? Yeah. Uh, I'm just a nervous person in general, just because I can't talk. I'm terrible with numbers. I can't, words just don't even make sense to me sometimes. Uh, so in general, I'm nervous, but like, I would say the first few episodes, I was pretty nervous just because like, this was totally out of my world. Like, I was like, I, what am I doing? Like, I can't do this. Um, but after that, like, it just got kind of like, you just, it honestly, we kind of are just talking with friends at this point. We, we spend at least, I'd say anywhere between 10 to 15 minutes before we even hit record, just kind of talking to our guest and uh, just having a good time. And so when we do, you know, hit the record button, um, we're pretty relaxed. We're pretty yeah. just, and by that time we're friends, we're, we're talking, we're joking and yeah. So I would say, unless it's like a crazy person, then yeah, I will get a little like Oh boy, here we go. Mm-hmm. It's it's I have three minutes to compose myself. Like what are what's going on? But that uh that hasn't happened. It's normal to get a little nervous, excited about that. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I I think we do a pretty good job of just having a conversation with them and uh, talking to to our guests like we're friends, just shooting the shit, talking hockey, and uh, yeah, that's the kind of vibe we go for. What would you say is the hardest part of hardest part? What did I just say? Was that even English? And you said you have a hard (laughs) time with words. Uh, What is the hardest part? I sounded like a two-year-old who can't pronounce hottest hot. What, where am I Boston? Like what the fuck? Anyway. So what's the hardest part about hosting a podcast for you, Breezy? Um, gosh, I don't know. That's, I think the hardest part about, about hosting it or just like having the podcast in general I don't know like doing it putting it all together putting it all together I think the it's hard but it's not hard at the same time it's just making the guest feel comfortable and like we're Mm -hmm. not out to do like heavy hitter questions 
Um, I think the common perception, is that the right word to say it, is when you come onto a podcast, people are assuming that you're going to be like trying to like dig for information and stuff like that. And that's not what we are. And that's not what we do. So to when we're doing our outreach, you know, to, to some of our guests, we have to somewhat be over informative, I guess, to Mm -hmm. say like, Hey, we're not going to be asking these kinds of questions. We just want to talk to you or whatever. Um, But I think once, once we get on and, and break the ice a little bit, uh, it's fine. But I think that's probably the hardest part for me is just wanting to make them feel comfortable and um, that we're not going gotcha. to drag their name. We're not going to drag their name through the dirt or anything like that. So yeah, we're not a gotcha kind of show. Right. Uh, exactly. We just want to hear everything you have to say and we will accept any and all that you have to say. Uh, whatever you want to yeah. talk about, we're happy with. And yeah. I like how when I first asked this question, I don't think you heard me, but I said, is the hardest part doing the podcast working with me? And you did not answer Uh, the question. Oh, I didn't even hear you. I didn't even hear you. Sorry. No, actually. I didn't think so. I was making a really bad (laughs) self-deprecating joke. Um, No, you're so bad to work with. Oh my gosh. You just don't respond. You don't respond. You make fun of me all the time. Our bird's heads are falling off. No, just kidding. Uh, I just wanted to clarify. (laughs) Like, oh my God, Breezy hates her. And then like the room starts. I didn't hear you. I think you, well, I think my earbud fell out of my ear when you were asking the question. I was all, "Mm -hmm, sure, sure. I did not hear you. I didn't hear you. I I promise. What's the hardest part for you? I feel like you're pretty like low key. Like this is like what you do for a living. So I feel like, yeah, you got to have something in there. I, I, I'm pretty low key about it. I, I love doing it. So I don't know that there's anything particularly hard. I think Mm -hmm. I'm always learning something. I'm always learning new ways of, of editing and putting our social clips together and, you know, being like, what's the better story? What's the better hook? What's the better Mm -hmm. question? What's the audience want to hear? Like when we're doing the interviews, I'm all obviously listening to them answer and you bring such a different perspective of questions than, than I do. But I think we cover all the bases for the listeners. And um, I think the hardest part for me or like just doing a podcast in general is that it's hard to grow. There's mm. so much yeah. to listen from. There's so many podcasts um, and just getting our, our, our podcast out there for other people to, to listen and hear from these freaking incredible guests. Like we've had some incredible people and obviously we're biased. We think almost everybody in the hockey world is amazing, <laughs> but I would, I would say, you know, growing a podcast is the hardest part yeah. as far as like a logistical thing, but Hands I down love the hardest it. Part. I love it. I mean, I love getting to spend time with you once, sometimes twice a week talking hockey which we both love it's so Mm -hmm. fun to just be happy and talking about something we love to talk about and hear from some really incredible people who who've got big hearts and have a lot to say so it brings me a lot of joy to be able to do that so don't really find it hard 
per se. Yes, growing growing anything, social media, podcast, whatever it is, is so freaking hard. That was the perfect answer. Mm-hmm. We should tell everybody who's coming on next. Are we going to name drop? I think we, we should. Name- I think name drop? you should name drop. We have actually a huge guest coming on next week. Um, you definitely know who she is. And if you don't know who she is, you probably should know who she is. Um, Her name is pretty much everywhere. It's a her. Yes, I just give you a little hint there. Um, She is a Fox Sports West broadcaster, as well as the LA Kings reporter. I'm rambling on because I don't know how much more I should say. Say her name. Say her name. (laughs) Carlin Bates. She's coming on. She's here on Tuesday. You should... uh, you should listen. It was so much fun talking to her. Mm-hmm. It was a great interview. Carlin Baith is amazing. She's an incredible human. That's coming up next week. Yep. Well, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. And be sure to say one thing that you're grateful for or thankful for. And you're going to start one thing you're thankful for. I'm thankful for you, Breezy, because Aww, you stole my answer. Well, I am because, you know, you're a really great friend and partner to work with. And you and I have both worked with partners who are not great to work with. So when someone is good to work with and you get along and you're able to, you know, be each other's like, like the positive and negative, the yin to the yang yes, and, and complete the other things that the other person doesn't have, uh, it's really something unique and special and I'm thankful for you. Thank you. Well, I'm thankful for you. You are also the one thing I'm grateful for uh-huh. and you bring a nice little spark and energy to my life. I've learned <laughs> a lot from you and I will always make sure to smile for the camera and turn my lights on now. <laughs> you're welcome you bring a sense of calm and zen and peace to my life knowing that I know that breezy is going to take care of whatever else I don't or when I'm (laughs) like in the middle of moving just being like breezy respond to that message I literally don't have the brains to do it and I always (laughs) know you will um and and I would do the same for you so you know I know I can rely on you Yes. Go team. Go team. Let's go. Let's go. Thanks for coming over to our House of Hockey podcast and hanging out with us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. Just look for House of Hockey podcast. We'll be back next week.